Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. In Jesus' name we pray. Say, I receive help. Father, we receive your help tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may please be seated. Holy God could gather us after a long time of revival Africa and beyond. It means that God is not finished with us. God is not done with you. We can't deny what we have seen. But we still believe there are greater things. And the essence of this service is to launch you into those greater things. You shall be launched into greater things. You won't amount to much without prophecies. You won't amount to much without prophecies. The wheels that carry you to the next level and greater things is is prophecy. Prophecy launches you. Stir up the gift of God which was given unto thee by the laying of my hands. And that gift was imparted by or through prophecy. So God speaks to you. Prophetically, he sends words ahead of you so that you can become what he wants you to become. Arise and shine, the light is come, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And then every line is making you, every line is making you, literally, until you get to the last verse of that chapter where a little one becomes a strong nation. And a small one becomes a thousand. So, God sends prophecies ahead of you. The prophecies are varied. Amen. They are varied. Some of the prophecies in the books. Prophecies can be convictions. It's a prophecy. It's a conviction. 
That's how some of you are going to know your wife. Conviction. And the next thing you are in the house with that lady. See, the conviction has prophesied something. It has brought something into being which was not. Modes of prophecy. Sometimes it can be a literal vision that you see. None is superior to the other. Vision is not superior to conviction. Conviction is not superior to vision. Sometimes it can be a trance. Sometimes it can be a direct word. One of the ministers who came for this conference, he said, present MC. He, you know, God has given him a ministry and he's thriving and it's not because he saw anything but he was sitting under preaching and a certain scripture gripped him and that was it. He said, this is me. He's talking to me. Everybody hears Isaiah chapter 60 it means nothing to them. They go home the same. They never stand up to do anything with it. But Jesus said, this is, my, this is me. He's talking to me. Today as you sit here, may you hear God's voice distinctly. May you know he's talking to you. And if prophecy is prophecy at all, it won't discourage you. It will lift your spirits up. That's prophecy. Prophecy is constructive. It builds. It edifies, it comforts, it exalts. It pushes you forward. But you can do it. it. It takes your fears away. It spares you on. That's prophecy. So when Philip was talking to, uh, Paul was talking to Timothy, he was saying that, you know, remember, we were sp sparing you on with the word of prophecy. We were saying you can do it. Don't be timid. The word that came, came to push you forward. It came so that you can put your leg in the water and see it divide into two and walk to the other side. Hallelujah. In a few years to come, you see the significance of these meetings. And in eternity, we will appreciate it the more. What is happening around the world now is that there are gathering points, places, where God is raising major voices. Some of them are not in the pulpit at the moment. They are sitting down just like you. But just like we heard this morning, commanders and leaders to people. So, may these times not pass you by. You can't miss a moment like this, like we sang. Hallelujah. Revival Africa and beyond.
special sovereign services. And the chariot is here. The chariots of fire for your transition, for my transition. Say, I shall be translated. Yes. Now that's one thing too about the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is a translator. Tongues and interpretation. You are like this. The next minute you are not like that. You are changing to another man. That's the Spirit. He changed Saul or turning to another man. He changed the twelve. Nobodies. Fearful, feeble. He changed them into bold reformers and transformers. And the world could not handle them. The world could not handle them. The world could not handle them. Don't be preoccupied with small, small, insignificant problems. God wants you to be able to handle the world. God wants to pitch you against the world. That is how mad God wants to do with your life. He wants to pitch you against the world. I think it is Archimedes who said, Give me a place to stand and I will tend the world. Give me a place to stand. If you can give me a place to stand outside of the planet, I can tend it. I can push it. That is what he was trying to say. And God wants you to be able to turn the world around. Amen. And God has special messages for us. God does not speak out of season. He speaks in season. He speaks a word in season. That is why it's a contradiction for a prophet to be a talkative. When you finish saying that, says the Lord, you shut up. Any prophet who likes talking is not a serious prophet. Because God speaks in season. You can, you can, you can followed the conversations of Moses. He was not just chatting with any Jew around and talking about what is happening in somebody's backyard. He speaks to Pharaoh and that's it. He goes. He's not talking. Elijah will speak to Ahab and disappear. So, a talking prophet is a contradiction. The spirit of a prophet is solitude. Mark 135, a great while before day, he went 
into a solitary place quietness a prophet is not a worldly star His office is in the secret where God speaks to him. The secrets of the Lord are with them that fear him. And I dare tell you, the more private you become, even as a Christian, the more prophetic you become. The more private. People may not call you a, a prophet. But the more private you become, you will meet God there. The more private you become, the more prophetic you become. That's why we call the Bible say, the secret of the law. It is private stuff. You understanding something why is that it's only when christians get cool and quiet and they are waiting on god and fasting that they, are, they begin to hear and see things that's it that's prophetic I don't know how long these services will start. I mean, it will last. It will certainly come to an end. The Bible says that they prophesied and they ceased not. But they, but they ceased. As at that time, they were, they were just prophesied. So, maximize every moment. for this ministry there will be more revelation knowledge there will be more insight there will be speed I'm giving you prayer topics there will be books we are doing this thing together the Moravians that's how we call them the Moravians it's a corporate impartation for corporate mission I was reading my father in the law's book. They are, they are inside. They have found their way all they have found their way all the way from the century they were in in another continent into Africa. After God has used us to influence people may we leave them as influencers of other people so they begin to influence others sometimes you say you have a convert this convert will come to church once in three months 
and you are happy that you are winning souls i put it to you you have won nothing you better go on your knees and pray you don't, you don't know what soul winning is we are making friends we are not winning souls i'm speaking to you as a prophet abiding fruits have chosen you and ordained me that you go and bring forth that your fruits will remain because you are doing so much by yourself so much listen our our prosperity in the work of god is our spirituality our spirituality get spiritual there are people who say they have gathered people for church service the, the church the whole group is 100 people 80 people are fornicators five are thieves they, what is a church you are carrying you are happy eh? they are jumping for you and dancing and hailing you and giving you offering if you were god will you be happy who told you that is a church Bride of Christ. Oh, Mister, review your nose. Listen, it is not too late for us to do things right. If what we are doing, and we call church and ministry, is not wrong. Stop it! I've done it for ten years, and so what? I've done it for twenty years. Stop it and make that mystery correction, or else we have labored in vain. We have labored in vain. Don't let standard boards have 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 more integrity than ministers and Christians. Examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. Know you not your own self, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you are reprobates. May the Lord give you and I abiding fruits. That's how we are comforted. Because this is a real fruit. How many of you want to say you bought fruit when you took it home? That it vanished. You want to spend your money that way? You bought oranges, pineapple, banana, watermelon. They have all disappeared. You could not even taste it. No way. So what makes you think that we are winning souls? When the people are going through our hands back to wherever they came from and even worse but by a special soaring service impartation the lord will give you abiding fruits abiding fruits just check your bible see how the work of god was done don't convince yourself i'm doing it check your bible how was it was paul running around with people like you are doing that is the question oh yeah so every time i'm pressing it 
I'm pressing. I'm pressing. God, God can do it. I'm pressing. Can convict people. Can convict them, and they are in tears. It even happened on Friday. That that's the sister. She was in tears. She could not speak. The joy of salvation, the joy of deliverance. Not all these dry-eyed people who, you know, they think they have done you a favor for coming to church when you are going to hell. And you are also happy for them. You have not changed course. You are on top speed to hell. The real work of God shall be done. And it is being done. Every program you are going to have in this church, tackle it, tackle it with that passion. It's a men's program, retreat, women, tackle it. Tackle it with passion. If all you do is talk and design places, brother, you are doing nothing. Tackle it with passion. Singers in the church, tackle, I want you to raise the bar. The vision you saw must come to pass, Lisbeth. Till people are in tears because you are singing. No, not this, you know. <laughs> Sinners are dancing in front of our God. I just moving in dancing for you. He came to enjoy. You know, yet I was asking somebody, what did you do on 31st night? So we are going from church to church dancing. If we don't get this serious, there will be no church for Daniela and those people. What they will come to inherit is a curse. May the Lord use you to rectify some things. yourself how did you come to stay for how long have we been a christian it's been a long time you can't even remember but you are stayed what has kept you the power of god we are kept by the power of god unto salvation and yet the converts the people they are not kept you have been here all this while So God can keep abiding fruits. I don't know if you want to marry somebody. When you wake up, she has gone. And you call her and say, Why are you so I'm in my mother's house? I'll see you next five weeks. No, she is there. She's there. Listen, when you face truth, you won't die. Is that okay? Look into your Bible. You are the thing you call quiet time. If truth is not in you, you have wasted your time. Truth in you. Truth in the inward parts. Why should you waste your time? The God of truth without iniquity. Let him address you. And he will help you. It will work. The right thing can be done. Say, Lord, 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 this is not it. 
I don't want anything counterfeit and fake. Give me the real thing. He will give it to you. He will. There is nothing fake about God. He is real. In the spirit-filled life, we said, Jesus is a real savior, saving real sinners from real sins. Just that the people are not real. If you go to a doctor and you tell the doctor that, you know, what is wrong with you? And you are lying to the doctor, what else can the doctor do? I beg you to read these books. Read them. It will do something to you. They are books of burden. They will do something to you. They will give you the victory. They will make you live victoriously. And so, as, like I said, I don't know how these services will last. Meeting in the evening, we know when we will close. But week after week, I don't know when. But it will certainly come to an end. And I like the fact that it is a special soaring service. Something, there's something special about it. We are all soaring, but some, some of us, our soaring will be special. Special. There are some planes that they'll be diving in the skies. So there are different kinds of planes from the other planes. Sometimes they have fireworks even in the skies or something. So tonight, I'm addressing you to the first chariot of fire service message. Within the next four weeks, as God guides us, today is the first week, I'll be talking about reverence. Preparation for impartation. That's this evening. At Jesus Tyrus next week. I'll be talking about relentlessness, passion for the anointing. And then we'll go to relationship, pursuit for the anointing. And then request prayer for the anointing. Now all this is in the life of Elijah and Elijah. You see reverence. You see relentlessness. You see relationship. My father, my father. If there is a father, then there is a son. Then we see requests. Ask what I shall do for you. He said, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. 
What do you want in this sovereign services? What do you want? Anytime you meet God, He asks you, What do you want? Because He can do it. Forget about that. It is a hard thing. It's Elijah who said it's hard. But God has said there's nothing too hard for me. So anytime you meet God, He He wants to know what do you want. Isn't it not amazing that when Jesus met people, he knew their problem, but he still went ahead to ask them, what, what should I do for you? The guy is blind. So what should I do? Because requests conveys passion to God. Your request conveys passion to God. So you want to know what do you want? So when a man says, give me Scotland or I die, that is, it, it conveys passion to God. Said, this, this, this man, just a man, one man is asking for a whole nation of people. Or somebody is asking for a store. And another person is asking for a niche. There's a difference. There's nothing wrong with whatever your level, but it brings, it conveys passion to God. So tonight, reverence, preparation for impartation. Now, tonight's message carries the rest of the messages. If you fail the test of reverence, you have failed all the other tests. What, what, what has God to do with the prayer of a man who does not reverence him? No reverence. You say you are praying. No reverence, but you say you are relentless. That is stubbornness, not relentlessness. No reverence. You say you are in a relationship. We never read that, that Elisha said to Elijah, Old man, hey, my friend, my friend. No. Reverence. It is the mother of it all. That is why we say preparation for impartation. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 30. Leviticus chapter number 19 verse 30. You shall keep my commandments and reverence my sanctuary, I am the Lord. Reverence. Even tonight, I wanted to ask, when I was coming, that was what the Lord was conversing with me. That Check even how people come. It's a sign of reverence. This 5 p.m. thing. Huh? Reverence. 
You see, the presence of God, it comes with certain conditions. The time we came in, and I'm going to shock you in, in this message, there's going to be a lot of reference to the anointed, apart from the anointed. Is it even wrong? Is it even wrong for your pastor to be here before you come? Capital wrong. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I wondered why certain things are, are, are done in certain places because it helps. Man is so is so weak. He easily forgets. So except you give him concrete exercises, he forgets himself. Why is it that every time a teacher enters a class, the class you stand up? So that it, it, it always keeps the man in front of them as my teacher. But it's better if these things are done in spirit. You, you in church where it can become mechanical and just ritual yeah so the way we even come to church It's, it's, it's a revelation of our reverence. We say five. You are here at 5.30 or 5.45. And you are coming through in your weight about as if you are the one, the service is on your laps. You are the most high. Reverence. Every time I tell people, God is here. Some of the things that have, people do that become like tradition and like it's a match of holiness. It is not like that, you know, all these long scares. In the early Pentecostal movement, falling under the power was the norm. It was not staged. So the ladies advised themselves, but in order not to expose ourselves, we have to keep it long. So typical Pentecostals, you will see them. Long dresses because the spirit will move, the wind will blow. And it was blowing because God is there. God is there. Where are we pushing God? With all the distractions we have on our hands. I don't think that church people have to be told on their screen, please put your phone on silence and let's worship. 
can't you know better? Who tells you to put your phone down when you want to study? Or you want to eat? When you can't do two things at the same time, you advise yourself. Reverence. 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 For every major move of God, reverence is there. You have to pass the test of reverence. You must pass it. You must pass the test of spiritual etiquette. You know how to conduct yourself before majesty. <laughs> you know, sometimes people have clapped for us in this church. For, oh, you are very disciplined. And I'm like, what? So what, what do you mean? You mean it's chaos elsewhere? Pastor is preaching, people are walking about and all of them. On the stage, there must be discipline here. Sometimes I'm using my eyes, but you don't see. Discipline. It's not your room. You can't do what you like. There's time for joy, like you were showing this. You know, it is, it is legitimate as this place. But there should be sensitivity in prophetic experience. It's in the book. So those guys who set the stage, you do them well. That's it. That's it. You run around like angels in the church when something is not right. God has sent me to teach you protocols of impartation. Reverence. Reverence. You know, in the, in the Old Testament, God was raw. Put this thing here. You put it here. He kills you. Just like that. Abihu and Nate, all those guys. This is not the time to swing incense. They swing it, you die. But here we come. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Well, there is also reverence. It's not liberty to misbehave and take God for granted. Play keyboard with reverence. Sing with reverence. Or shout with reverence. <laughs> God still kills, in case you don't know. The way he kills now is that he redraws himself. That will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. So there is no joy and the church resorts to entertainment. God, presence is not there. 
we are going to see the glory of God. We will see it. Because when you talk like this, God gets close. He gets near. He said, you are getting dry. He's getting dry. You understand my move. In relation to the whole presence of God and to God's servant. That's why I said, for instance, it is wrong, very wrong. The pastor is here before you. Oh, yeah. God told me after, he said, watch and tell them that. That's why I'm saying it. Anything God tells me, I'm very, you know, I just go ahead and say it. Psalm 89, verse 7. Psalm 89, verse 7. Reverence, preparation for impartation. God is greatly to be feared. How much is he to be feared? So you can fear Reverend, can fear Pastor Dan, can fear somebody, your teacher, your boss. But God must be greatly what? Fear. In the assembly of the saints. And to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. So if this is God and we are all about him, he's to be had in reverence. What does that mean? You don't see God. So practically, anything that revolves around God, being done in the name of God, should be done reverently. Everything with reverence. Everything with reverence. For a president to, to come and speak somewhere, state protocol will come they will check his chair they will put everything in order security people will be there before he comes no minister comes after the president has come they they understand the protocols if we are party chairman you must be there before he comes don't say i'm the party chairman he's a member of the party i become the flag bearer i am the chairman I can come at any time. No. And he goes before everybody goes. And they enjoy it. They're happy. So that politics can work. How many of you are jealous for the glory of God? This is how. Reverence. It doesn't mean you become stiff, bored. No. But there is an attitude of worship in everything that you are doing. You stand in awe in the holy place.
Hebrews chapter 12 verse 28. Hebrews 12, 28. And you'll be happy you did. See, the amount of joy you will realize when you are that way, you'll be amazed. When you do what God wants, you can't handle God. You will joy to infinity. Because in his presence. Hebrews 12 28. God. Hebrews 12 28. Wherefore we receive in a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace. Whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence. And what? God live here. This is preparation for impartation. In the school of impartation. You take the first course of reverence. Then you are now set to receive the spirit. So Elisha passed that test of reverence. The Bible didn't tell us the, 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 the age difference between Elijah and Elisha. It doesn't matter. What is what what is revealed is the reverence there was reverence the the sheer fact that he cried my father my father that's voice of reverence who is your pastor to you I saw some people, you know, this well, people want trouble. They know how to invite things on themselves. They were talking all kinds. I have some old accounts, you know, maybe some of you have seen it. I did it long time before I even got married. Somehow it, it is what it is still working so I'm, I use it to navigate myself around. And I'm probably this guy is a young person and he's talking, he's talking irreverence about somebody who has labored so much for God. I couldn't take it. I don't comment on things, I don't, I just read and just move away if I have time so I wrote and died I said you know what I don't know you but be very careful I typed be very careful in capital letters about three times and this is not your regular social media user this is a prophet who is typing we're in trouble <laughs> I said be careful be very careful I'm talking to you. God is love. But in every move of God, there are casualties. The reason why some people will suffer certain things, they will contract leprosy, like Naaman, eh, 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 Gehazi, like Miriam, 
and all those things is because of this very thing. Approach the things of God with reverence. With reverence. And again, I'm asking you, who is your pastor to you? The way the church in offense relates to this young man is their blessing. No more, no less. If you think you are a farmer, you know, you, you farm, and I, I have been in this town for long, what does he know? He doesn't know anything, but he knows God. And God is the one, God will never come and speak to you. He will speak to you. I think somebody went to Chasperger and then he told him, you know, the Lord has spoken to me that I should preach next week Sunday. Yeah, I know you are a pastor, but God has spoken to me. He said, God has not spoken to me. Go and tell God that you should speak to me. Oh, yes. Reference. So there's such a thing as serving God acceptably. And the acceptably is reverence, cum, godly fear. We will serve God that way. this service what is happening is that god we are all soaring the church is soaring but candidates of this service are going to soar in a special way yes elisha was a prophet or he became a prophet and then there were in fact there were prophets before him sons of the prophet they were in prophetic school so they were all soaring they all I see, I see. Everybody sees. Elijah sees some, the others see some. But at the point, the Bible said they came to bow because his soaring became special. Your soaring will be special. Special. Different. They all could see. In when we put ministers together. And you are 100 may 99 of them bow to you that is the essence of this service special serving service when there are 100 prophets all 99 of them they bow to you they say you are different they bow you are different That this church is different. It's different. Become different. There is too much ordinariness, commonness around. Become different. And this is the way. Different. Different.
I will be different. You see, we are making a way for impartation. Say impartation. It's coming upon us. Generational transfer of spirit and power and glory. Listen, nothing is going to drop and nothing will change. The glory of God is going to increase. Oh yes, it will increase. Get ready to go to the nations of the world. Get ready. Get ready to host people. Sisters here, learn hospitality. Get ready to host people at that race. That's what is happening. Get, get, make room. Make room for more. Make room for more. Make room for more. The death of Moses did not terminate the, the, the mission and the mandate of the promised land. They went under Joshua. They went under Joshua. They went under Joshua until Moses saw Joshua in heaven and said, Congratulations, my son. You did what I could not do. You did what I could not do. I could not take them there, but you did. You will take people somewhere that your predecessors could not take them. Let me speak into your life right now in the name of Jesus. Where your father could not take you, you will take your children. 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 A certain school you attended because that was how much your father could afford. Your children will go to a school 10 times like, like that. In the name of Jesus. I see Moses congratulating Joshua. I salute. And the angels ask him, what is the big deal? We thought you were the, the greatest prophet ever. In say, yeah, I, I was, but this is my son. You better salute him. If it was not for him, they couldn't have gone to the promised land. Sons rejoice. I said rejoice. I said rejoice. There is still a reserve for you in the work of the ministry. There is still a reserve for you in God's plans and purpose. What fathers could not do, what fathers could not do, what fathers could not do, you will do it. You will do it. You will do it. You will do it. Big churches have not finished. Bigger churches are coming. Oh, yes revivals have are not only in history books greater ones are coming greater ones are coming greater ones are coming glory to god greater ones are coming you know sometimes i i, I don't even have I, I i can't read the books but i just keep them around me it, it inspires me you understand it's like 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 somebody in an army looking at his 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 ammunitions i keep it there the puritan hope it is there i want to see the channels of john wesley keep it there and i want to see tl larry the pentecostal apostolic statesman keep 
TL husband there for me and put WF coming defender of the faith put him there and put somebody just let the fire be around and then I'm just looking at it as I look I'm being transformed into the same image from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord praise our people something is going to happen chariots are in town and prophets are emerging Dickness. Believe God for more. Listen, you are bigger than Wokroom. Are you hear what I'm saying? You are bigger. Bigger. That is what I try to make these people understand who come here in the morning. No. There is something far bigger than that. Bigger. Can you imagine what was in Jesus' mind? And then he meets Peter and Co. Before Pentecost. I mean, they don't understand anything. Jesus is thinking about, I'm dying for the... They don't even understand he's dying for the whole world. Peter said, forget eh, what I What are you saying? I mean, they, they can't think far. They didn't understand anything. But thank God when the Spirit came. You are bigger than where you stay. Yeah. Let me talk to Mary. Mary, come and stand here. You are bigger than where you stay. Yeah. Too big. Yeah. Say, I'm bigger. I'm bigger. Yes, you are. You are big. You are. As only as you are big. Yeah. Very big. You understand? We are leaders of the world. We are not here. We are here. Listen, we are peacemakers. We are trailblazers. We are pioneers. We are charters of a course. Then we beckon them, say, "Come, come, come!" And they are saying, "Is it safe?" We say, "It is safe." We are there. We are the light. Yes, pioneering advance. We take the lead and they follow. We take the lead and they follow. You can be in the university, you follow. You say you're a professor, you will read Second Peter if we're a Christian. It's a fisherman. We take the lead. Say, I take the lead. Think leadership, think command. This grace and truth tower which is coming up is a grace and truth tower but spiritually it's a, it's, a, it's a mission command center oh yes people receiving calls from Russia inside the building so, how, how many people came to church today in Russia it's oh Czechoslovakia came to church Czechesno came to church Pastor Czechesno You'll be receiving call from Benjamin, China. Zay Kim Shon. 
Hallelujah. Wasibedori. You will multiply. You will multiply. You will multiply. You will multiply. You will increase. You will abound. You will soar. Visa to everywhere is in this place. To everywhere. Glory to God. I'm on mission for my God. Forget about dying. You are not dying. We are on the mission for souls. People are dying in sin. Jesus is calling on you. Where is Kingsley? He must be in this service. He must be here. Uh, if he's not uh, in his workplace this evening. Yeah. All these young, young people. They are the hope of God. Reverence. I want to show you reverence in three ways and then we'll end. Reverence, preparation for impartation. Impartation. Look at the woman with the issue of blood. What issue do you have? People who insult Jesus. They slapped him, they spat him. So what? But blessed are those who see. For this I have impartation. So this woman said to herself, if I may but touch the hem of his garment. The way she even came, reverence was in every step. It's like, this is rabbi. She was shaking. But somebody who just put Jesus, then Jesus, why? Yes. The same dress that healed a woman with the issue of blood, people were doing cha-cha on the, on this. the same dress. So your children were not healed. Somebody had migraine, one of the soldiers. Because he does not respect it. As they are doing, they say, but there was power inside. Your miracle comes to you at the instance of reverence. Faith without reverence. It won't work. It's just aggression. It's defiance of the order of God. So, Rabbi, if I may, but even the thought was a thought of reverence. 
then she touched and then immediately the fountain of the blessings listen when reverence touches God he knows when reverence touches God so Jesus said who touched me somebody has touched me in a different way when you know touching me Peter push Jesus like this and tell my uncle that's no reverence no virtue comes out of that but reverence then virtue reverence then virtue impartation immediately her, her blood ceased Jesus said who touched me and then she came to bow more reverence Jesus I'm the one after exchanging viewers say your faith has made you go go home Listen, when the anointed is not even ministering, but your reverence can locate him anywhere, you will have a miracle. Because some people think God is moving only when we are in this box. That is prison. If that is how God moves, this is imprisonment. No. reverence see why, why we preach to you you should obey God's word well, it's, you are showing reverence if we are not teaching you the wrong thing but we are just saying that do the will of God this is it we open the scripture to you go ahead it's reverence we give an instruction you carry it to the letter it's reverence Knowing reverence. What is reverence? We are, using, we are looking at it straightly in the word of God. Straightly. Number one, reverence is to hold the privilege of the anointing in higher esteem than anything else. It's the privilege of holding the anointing in higher esteem. The anointing and the anointed. Let me correct that. Holding it in higher esteem. Second Kings two. Two. Second Kings two two. On three occasions, you see Elisha's estimation of the anointed. You know, the reason why we're talking about anointing because the magnitude of what God wants to do, you can't do it except he gives you his spirit. That is the, where the anointing comes in. Because when you analyze the ministry of Elisha, you realize that his influence even went beyond Israel. He ministered to Naaman. Elisha ministered to Naaman. Syria. He had Inter, he had international ministry you need God's hand for that may the Lord give you international ministries yeah. 
Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. High esteem. I will not go. It was not insubordination. It was his estimation of the anointing. I won't go. When I get to the last point, you will see anointing. You, you will see whether you have reverence. The ultimate test of reverence. And I'm saying this preparation for impartation. The whole thing depends on it. If you pray without that basis, it is not a prayer. You see the same thing in verse 4. Verse 4. Look at the latter part of verse 4. I will not leave thee. Verse 4. He was still pushing him. He said, I won't go. Verse 6. I won't go. Verse 6. I won't go back. I can't go back. I'm not going. I used to. I used to be in charge of bullocks, but I'm not going. To the way it used to be when your presence came and changed me. I am going, Elijah. Sometimes you are following the anointed. You don't even know. And the anointed, you don't know what is ahead. Listen. Reverence is your ticket to your future. Elijah is dead and gone. We are talking about him today. He vouched everything on the anointing. That this man can make me something. He can give me something. My life can be transformed. And I will never be the same with this man. Yes. I will not leave thee. And true to it, he didn't. Thank God he did not. Or else, what will be our topic for tonight? May you take some stand and follow some course that will be an inspiration to generations. Number two, reverence. What is reverence? It is to hold those who are anointed ahead of you in high esteem. So number one is to hold the, 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 just the privilege of the anointing in a higher esteem than anything else. The privilege, anointing, the privilege. I have the privilege to be somebody under God. You hold in high esteem. Then number two, reverence is to serve those who is to hold those who are anointed ahead of you in high esteem peter paul said mention peter james and john and other people who were in christ before me yeah hold them in high esteem Recently, I heard somebody say, you know, people have ghasts. Ghasts. 
He said, if this man is tired, you should go home and rest. Really? You are a youth leader, pastor, whatever in his church. Something small, small. You are telling a grey-headed man if he is tired, you should go home and rest. You will rest before him. There was no point Elisha, you know, this is Elijah, he was good. Then Elisha was like, okay, oh, you have watch our system. No. This is what God told Elijah. He said, Go and anoint Elisha to be prophet in your room after you have gone. He must keep quiet until you go. If he prophesies, he is fired. They don't allow us to preach. Reverend is very anointed. Oh yes. We have worked together for long. God's hand is on this life. He can preach. But he's here. God knows what he's doing to him. Because sometimes when you even have a canal church, they pick and choose preachers. <laughs> when pastor is not there, then we are happy. <laughs> this man is just like me, you will not be happy. <laughs> if there was any volume to make you happy when I'm not here, not this one. <laughs> Don't tell the Elijahs they should go home and rest if they are tired. They are not tired. <laughs> they will go when they will go. Until then, salute. And today, when, I don't know when Father's Day is. I today, strangely, I was thinking about my father. Way advanced. Make you to know with what's up about fathers and what Today, today, thinking, thinking, my father. I chatted with one of my pastors today. He, he does not even know why I'm chatting with him. My, I, my heart was on the phone. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, I'm receiving something. I said, I will send something to you this week. I said, okay. It, it means this to me. At the point, he said, you know, I'm doing, I'm submitting my national report. So I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. You dishonor those who are ahead of you. I send a message to one woman of God this morning. In honor. It has not even taken two, so she has not looked at it, but it's okay. And I said, Tell daddy. 
that he is a hero. I didn't know what I was going to preach this morning. No. I was just it was I sent it in the morning. Tell that he's a hero. He's a man who left. I think the woman was a secretary, the man was a banker. They were all, they were all top people. They left here preaching, they stayed in their house, moving around Ghana. But today they are saying, Coco, BBNE, whatever. You don't come and then you are like, We are the latest guy in town, we have brought revelation. Would you boss at you and me? No, you didn't have And a ticketing thing. And he's the one who is giving you money. You don't know what you are doing, eh? Be afraid to do that. Hold the anointed in high esteem. In high esteem. When you lose your esteem, the anointed is no more beautiful to you. To treat him anyhow. First Samuel twenty four verse six. First Samuel twenty four verse six. This eagle will fly. We'll be very tired this year. Every day we'll keep him there. First Samuel, or we should read it from here. Chapter 24, verse 6. We have done well at the top. It's okay. And he said unto his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing. Now look at verse 5. And it came to pass afterward that David had smote him because he had cut off Saul's head. The people actually proposed that you should kill him. Listen, don't kill and don't cut skirts. When you go on Facebook to go and write all those things, you are cutting skirts. Be very careful. People don't understand God's men. You don't even know why God likes him. The very thing you are fighting for be the reason why God is happy with him. Not because he has committed any, you know, moral something. And he said unto his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master, the Lord's anointed. The Lord's what? May you have somebody you can call the Lord's anointed. The Lord's what? The Lord's anointed. Reverend is the Lord's anointed. Yes. I am the Lord's anointed. The anointing is in levels. You have anointing. 
from the Holy One. The Lord's anointed. What a word. Later on, David himself, God called him the anointed. He said, I have found David, my servant, with my holy oil I have anointed him. If you never call anybody or see anybody at the Lord's anointed, you will also not be anointed. If Elijah don't see Elijah, there will be no impartation. No. Look at the way the apostles did miracles. In the name of Jesus, they recognized him. To stretch forth my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. Two times, the Lord's anointed. He is the anointed of the Lord. May you see anointing. And may you see the anointed. I, I love anointing and anointed people. I love them. Some of the people I love, I, I can't believe they have, they have died. And they have died. Most of my friends are dead men. <laughs> but they are still around. I can't believe it. Sometimes I go to the internet to go and check, has he really died? And he died in maybe 10 years ago or maybe 1980 something or whatever. But I, I'm just like, no, they are too alive for me. Too alive. Sometimes the anointed is right in front of you, but he's too dead for you. Chapter 26 of First Kings, verse 23. Receive an impartation tonight. 26, 23. The Lord rendered to every man. And, and listen, their impartation is real. Impartation is what? It's real. Wait until it comes upon you. You will walk in it. People will be surprised. But this is the way. The Lord rendered to every man his righteousness. And his, this is David talking, his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered thee into my hand today. But I will not stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. He was talking from a distance to Saul. He said, you are, similar, you are, you are hunting for my life. But you are, my, you are, you are the anointed of the Lord. I'm not confused. No witch will bewitch me. You are who you are. You are the anointed of the Lord. Sometimes you see the anointed of the Lord. His voice is cracking because of old age and other frailties of humanity come on him. But brother, he can't don't be deceived. He's anointed. Jacob was lying on his bed very weak then he called he called for a prophetic meeting <laughs> he said are you all here even blind then he began to prophesy 
we call that meeting takeover because whatever he says that's it Ruben, come here the excellency of my mind but unstable as water you know yourself you come you come you he talked about everybody when he finished then he died <laughs> god listen god had retired moses it was national news moses moses everybody is talking moses has been retired by god oh moses but moses held anointing service for joshua retired prophet so bring your head he laid hands on him and the spirit of wisdom came on him it was that spirit that he used to add to administrate the division of the promised land to the people he came from a retired prophet god retired him anointing is an eternal component it's eternal it's not a temporal thing it is God or man. So don't confuse old age with anointing. Anointing is not shouting. If somebody, anointing is not young man. Yes. Anointing is does not respect for age. Second Samuel 114. Second Samuel chapter 1, verse 14. And David said unto him, How was thou not? Now, this is one guy, you know, he came to give rafts that he has his hand was in slaying Saul. So David <laughs> David was very consistent. He's the one we've been talking about. I must be careful about the anointing. So when he got here, the guy narrated, he said, and David said unto him, how was thou not afraid? You had no reverence to stretch forth your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed. Now when you read the next thing, you call these people, you say, kill him. Kill him. You were not afraid. Sometimes some people can come to my office and pass their pastors to me and I'll just be watching them. <laughs> really? And sometimes even how they took on the pastor. And I'm like, you don't have understanding. You were not afraid. To destroy the laws and This church, we value anointing. Amen. And every one of you are anointed. He was anointed as there is a corporate anointing. Respect one another. See, I made prof to, 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 
to pray today. I, I felt it in my spirit. I let him pray. And I just made him to do it. You may not understand. You may not agree. But that's... Whatever you don't like about him, God has anointed him. It doesn't come there at all. That's why you must understand. Finally, knowing reverence, it is to serve those who are anointed before you and to serve the anointing in sincerity and admiration. Serve those who are anointed before you. Omobejao, serve them. Oh, but he's not here. You know, uh, uh, this person I can't serve. Serve the anointing. God's presence. Serve. Second Samuel chapter 9 verse 6. Second Samuel 9 6. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. Reverence as a posture. And David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, Behold thy servant. Are you a mate of the anointed? Behold thy servant. I'm here to serve. Behold thy servant. Behold thy servant. Behold thy servant. I am a servant. Behold thy servant. These are the people receiving impartation. Two masters cannot, one master cannot impart another master. The thing is like this and like that. There's no anointing. You know, it doesn't flow like this. It flows this way. We don't anoint, you know, two people, two people we are pouring oil on ourselves. One has to calm down. So we are standing there. We are, <laughs> I anoint you. You anoint me. God said these two people, they are jokers. <laughs> One got to go down. Even if, even if they are colleagues, for something to move from the other person, the other person must step down. Or else you have nothing. Second Kings 3.11 Second Kings 3.11 Lovely. Yes. Second Kings three. Verse 
chapter 3 verse 11 but Jehoshaphat said is there not here a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire of the king by him and one of the king of Israel's servants answered and said here is Elisha the son of Shaphat which poured water on the hands of Elijah that's the servant not 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 throwing pebbles into his shoes like when Elijah is coming to wear the shoes he says, but the, somebody has put stones and scorpions inside the shoe yeah he poured water in other words he made him to feel cool I've, in my mind I have seen myself serving people even though I can't serve by in my mind I love them Pour water. In this church, on whose hand do you pour water? That's how the Spirit will come on you. Some of you can preach like I do, exactly like I do. And then you, you take it further. This is the way. Service. Elijah was a servant before he became a prophet. The container of the anointing is a servant container. There is a prophet in, an, in a servant. There is an apostle in a servant. There is a miracle worker in a servant. There is an evangelist in a servant. There is a counselor in a servant. There is a rich man in a servant. One of the stories of a rich, one of the rich people in this city I, I have heard, he used to iron dresses for the people he was working with. He ironed, and the man just so faithful doing it, and then they gave him, that's how he became rich. That's what, seven. Serving you is my desire. What is the major characteristic of a servant? What is it? You may say humility, you may say no. What is the major characteristic? What do they do? They wait on their master. Waiting is the major characteristic of the self. Waiting. Josh, Moses waited on God 40 days and he'll be there. And Joshua waited on Moses. Elisha waited on Elijah. Impartation. Hannah waited 
when everybody had gone out of Shiro. He's a servant. When she was talking with Eli, she told Eli, Thy, thy handmaiden, like thy servant. Not that I am, I have drank. No. She, she was waiting. The sign of a servant is waiting, waiting, waiting. They hang around. People of reverence have a waiting spirit. They are not in a hurry to bolt out of God's presence like lightning. Boom. No, they wait. Their song is, in your presence, I am content. Not, I am discontented. I feel edgy. Somebody get me out of here. No. Listen, let me put you to a test. Even if we don't do well tonight, from tonight we are going to do well. If you want to know if you have reverence, check your waiting rating. If you want to know whether you have reverence, check your waiting rating. Can you wait? Anywhere Elijah was, Elisha was there. Waiting. Did not complain. Rather, Elijah was trying to push him away and he said, No. Waiting. Not in a hurry. It's the ultimate sign of a servant and of reverence. Waiting. Go to the city of Jerusalem and wait. They went. And they were there 10 days. They did not complain. They did not know when the Holy Spirit would come. They were there waiting. Receive the grace to wait on God. Receive grace to wait on God. Be on your feet. We are going to end with grace to wait on God. It is a sign of reverence. Hold the privilege of the anointing in high esteem. Hold those who are anointed ahead of you in high esteem. Serve those who are anointed before you and the anointing in sincerity and admiration. Admire them. Love them. And the sign that you are really serving is waiting. Lord, give me the grace to wait.
Go ahead and talk to God. Give me the grace to wait. Oh yes, ask him. He will give it to you. He will give it to you. Come on, ask the Lord to give you grace to wait. Impartation is coming to you. Give me grace to wait on you. To wait on the anointed as well. Give me grace to wait. In Jesus name. Please look here. Don't be in a hurry to serve God. That's no worship. Take your time to worship. To serve. Wait. If anybody has listened to my father in the law a lot, I'm one of them. He has a message he calls power for unlimited ministry. And then he shared a bit of his waiting time. Wait. Even in this recent book, because it was compiled by people's observation of him. One guy said, he, 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 he enters his prayer room at 5 p.m. in the evening. You will come back in the morning in the same dress. <laughs> Another person said, even though there's air conditioning there, but you will come out in sweat with his eyes red. He has drunk wine. And that is just that is just even at the height of ministry, but before then, wait before public ministry. Like today, you came to me at 3 a.m. They had a group like that, they had the senior members and the junior members. Sometimes when they go for meetings, he wasn't a pastor then. When they close, after closing, they take about an hour rest or two eating. Then they come back. They call it digging deep. 
they will stay throughout the night till the following morning and they'll start the service again the sign of reverence he said even when i had exams and somebody who had first class in mathematics say i take my time to worship god i'll go to church on sunday his principal was an atheist he will intentionally load them with with work on sunday he said no i won't do it i'm going to church and he will take his time and worship god and come and write the exams on monday wait the days of lip service is over receive the grace to wait on god receive the grace to wait on god receive the grace to wait on god may this building witness your waiting lifestyle may your living room and your bedroom be witnesses that you are a waiter on god in this generation where the church is divided into two eaters and waiters eaters they just are intent to get something they don't bother to wait on god at all the prosperity of zion is not part of their burden but i pray for you in the name of jesus that the capacity for waiting the lord shall give to you receive enlarged capacities to wait on god to wait on god to wait on God to wait on God let the grace gifts of waiting fall upon your life the grace to wait let it fall upon your life let it fall upon your life may you wait on the anointed and wait on the anointed in the name of Jesus may the anointing be your desire may the anointing be your admiration May the anointing be something that is so special to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Sisters, we are being anointed by the Lord. We are going to see women warriors in these last days. Women warriors in these last days. The rise of queens is coming i say it's coming it's coming it's coming tonight receive your first dose of impartation of the spirit in the name of jesus receive an impartation of the spirit in jesus name receive an apostolic impartation in jesus name receive an impartation of prophetic grace in jesus name receive impartation of an evangelistic grace receive impartation of a teaching grace in the name of jesus impartation of the grace gift of administration impartation of the grace gift of leadership impartation of the grace gift of giving receive in jesus name rise up to serve your generation rise up to serve your generation i pray for you you never be at the backside. come to the front side by this prayer you come to the front side you vacate the back bench and you come to the front side to serve your generation receive that grace in jesus name lead the world don't be behind the world lead your world 
lead your world. I say lead your world. Lead Ghana. Lead Africa. Lead other continents. Lead your generation in the name of Jesus. For the Lord has made you a witness, a leader and a commander of the people that he will be glorified in Jesus mighty name. Rise as a leader of the people. Rise as a commander of the people. Rise as a leader of the people. On campus, rise as a leader of the people. In the business world, fail. The world of industry, rise as a leader of the people. In the work of ministry, rise as leaders among leaders. In the name of Jesus. lose all attitude of irreverence and from henceforth you serve god acceptably with reverence and godly fear i offer you unto god as the next elishas as the next elishas as the next elishas as the next transformers and reformers as the next movers and shakers in the name of jesus god bless you for listening to this message today visit us on facebook at gttip page today for more audio and video messages information on upcoming events and so much more make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week and remember The future belongs to us, we believe.